0: I hope you guys can all hear us out there. We had some uh, audio issues last time, but I think we got it right this time. So let us know if you don't. I'm David Plummer. I'm Michael Ferguson. That is Michael Ferguson. Sorry, I'm Michael uh, Ferguson. That is Michael Ferguson. Uh, so we're trying to up things a little bit. We we made a little studio, sort of a makeshift studio. Uh, hopefully, it gets better after this. But uh, we're doing yeah, what You, we you can really so did a far.
1: great job on the lights. Thanks. Look at all these. It's, yeah, it's like a rainbow in here. It's
0: very co- colorful <laughs> and wonderful. Okay. Uh, so today we're talking about the Aggress, the T10, and the T30 specifically. Yep. Uh, these are drones that I mean, we've sold what five of the T-10s so T10s, far yeah. and T-30s are, people are really interested in that as well, but yeah. it's basically the, the holdup on that one is. Uh,
1: I mean, it's the over 55 pounds. So we're, we're going to be, um, yeah, you know, they, they've done the T-20 that's gotten approval, yeah. done the T-16 and I've seen that they have started to, people have started to add to their petitions or write new petitions for the T-30. So it is a, it's a matter of time, Yeah, you know, yeah. um, but it's not really that much different. I mean, the, the flight controller, that kind of stuff is, is all similar to the T20.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that should help. That should be good. And then we were also looking at uh, how they're going to be changing the category, so to speak. You know. Oh, yeah. So, again, this is what I saw yesterday where it looks like category one is drones under 20 pounds hmm. at a certain height category two is drones 20 pounds to under 55 and most likely it looks like category three is what the t30 will be in because that's uh over 55 pounds but then it goes up to i think over a thousand pounds or something like that right so the three four and five i mean those are like big big drones, you know, drones. Yeah. yeah so
0: yeah um, and the t30 what is over what how many pounds once it's fully i voted? think it's
1: it's it's under 150 between 140 and 150 although i think you can add more weight to the spreader portion so i think it will lift more than 150 hmm. yeah so but yeah we've got some questions yeah we're and gonna do a little q a today
0: obviously I, and uh bill says uh good day loud and clear so we got hey, good bill. audio this time Finally, <laughs> right. so thanks that's good. bill yeah thank you for watching <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're doing some question and answer today. We've got a bunch of questions that people have already written to us um, on our different posts and have emailed us, that sort of stuff. Um, but we also want to take your questions live. So if you've got questions about the drone itself, let us know. You're gonna, you're seeing it actually in the corner of your screen right now. Uh, essentially how things, the drone itself, basically the trailer for the drone. Um, yeah. So I'll go back to us live, full screen, I think.
1: and. You know, if some of these questions we don't have the exact answer for you, um, you know, we'll try to get that or you can email us afterwards. Yeah. Um but yeah, we'll do we'll do the best we can with yep. uh the info that we, we've got.
0: All right, so we're monitoring questions online and I'm sort of going back and forth doing different things, but uh I am paying attention as much as possible. Okay, so uh first person is JC IMS. He is a frequent commenter on our site, on our Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff, especially YouTube. Um he commented on the Purdue University video. Mm-hmm. Um thought that was really cool that we're working with Purdue now. We just delivered them their first yeah, uh, Was uh, it their first spring drone total? I think they did have them. No, before, the, right? yeah,
1: I think they've actually been uh, at least one other person's using an MG1P. Okay. Um, that's what they originally wanted. Um, but I said, you know, we might be able to get you a T10. And, and the T10 seen. is
0: is is better, right? I mean, it's it, a,
1: it is. I mean, now, it is kind of odd that they have the T10 for, and that's eight liters. Uh, I realize uh, that. Right, right. Um, you can make it a 10 10 liter, liter. but it's going to put you over 55 pounds. Um, but there, I think there's just a lot of things that you don't think about. You don't a lot of times you think about, okay, can it do automated spraying? Can it do, um, you know, you need, you need something that can kind of do, do do that but also the little things yeah like the arms i mean yep. now now they're you, latched now you've got four arms they're the, yeah it's just a, a latch
0: right and i know specifically like i've had issues in the past with the the ones that you have to turn but the great yeah, thing about knows. this is if you latch it it's going to tell you if it's not it, latched it actually a, does have a sensor yes and that is yeah. key that's a yeah. huge upgrade so yeah
1: and 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 it makes it quicker too yeah so the the nice thing about this one is you know you've got the top load for the battery and the the tank uh the arms fold in really quick uh you don't have to do any of the screwing for right. you know 10 seconds on each arm so yeah i mean we'll definitely try to uh keep in touch with them and you know it, it you know it depends on the customer some yeah come some customers don't don't want to be right they know, just want
0: to buy the drone and be yeah. left alone to- right and
1: and and we completely get that yeah if, if they're a customer that doesn't mind getting some exposure, then of, of course we'll we'll talk to them, try to get their feedback and and pass it on to. But, you know, other potential. Clients.
0: Absolutely. And, and obviously like with a lot of our clients, you know, like we made a video with Purdue, mm. uh, like a, a, quick little video just showing you deliver the drone essentially. Yeah. Um, but we always, we love to make videos with our customers cause yeah. we, we have so many different use cases for these drones since we have started oh yeah all of yeah. this, you know, like we, we hear so many different things from mosquito mitigation to feeding you koi know, <laughs> <coy> fish. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, right. you know, we love making videos, uh, uh, with our clients like that. So, you know, obviously that's one of the things if you want to come work with us, you know, we would love to make a video with your company. (laughs) All right. So uh, next up, we have Holden Reed. Uh, He says, hey, guys, love the channel. I've been following Ag Drones for almost a couple of years now and greatly appreciate this channel and the Get Started Guide on your website. One thing I would love to finally see is an uncut video of showing up to a small field using the P4 RTK to map the field and then have the drone begin its operation and see a few battery and tank changes in real time. I'd really like to get an idea of how often the drone comes back for batteries, and if running three T tens maybe at the same time is easy for one person to do. Let's start with running three T tens. This is a very thank you, Holden. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, this. Great, great this. is a, a Really good question. It's got a lot of different answers to it, probably. Yeah. But uh, running three of them, uh, even the legalities of that are are a little murky. I mean, you yeah. you, you know, there's a lot you get a lot of hoops you got to jump through right. to be but, able to fly it's doable. the drones. Yeah
1: it's yeah it's doable you know at one time i think they had it for the mg1p for 5 um and then i think they've kind of come come down and done just 3 now Yeah, but you know spe- uh, technically you can do that on the t20 the t10 the t30 um it's it's going to it's going to take uh it's going to take time because you're going to have to put that in your petition and you're going to have to figure out okay how do i mitigate risk with three drones up in the air with one remote yeah um I think some people have gotten it through uh they're most likely gonna be in much more remote area um, and you're
0: also probably gonna have to have a visual observer for each drone right
1: yeah i i that is uh Because I I,
0: I just, I I would think if you've got three large drones up in the air that maybe you don't need three pilots, one pilot, but you might have to have a person keeping an eye on each drone. Yeah. But that's kind of to be determined yet. uh, Yeah. And I don't know
1: about, I mean, the T-10, since it's smaller, you might be able to get that through. Yeah. Easier. Easier than the over 55. But yeah, I mean, stuff that's over 55, they are basically requiring, um, you know, the pilot in command and then a visual observer. Yeah. Um, with ours, you know, it was under 55. I so try so to we've got it.
0: ours for the MG1P, the, the uh, last... Yeah, yeah,
1: one, yeah, the MG version. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I, we'd have to do some digging on yeah, that. a lot of see, digging. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean ideally i think it is possible because they're all automated right um but i think the legalities is probably what you're going to run into like what you're allowed to fly with so all right right, holden thank you very much for that question uh next oh yeah we we should actually get to the other ones here
1: well there's some other ones you know what uh holden we will try to do uh kind of a start to finish you know p4 rtk uh uploading that to um the drone and um you know and basically Doing the whole thing, yeah, like you said, we'll that, try. That we'll try good.
0: to do it all the way through. Uh, yeah. It's going to take a bunch of cameras and a lot of coordination. You know? <laughs> right, right. We'll make it work. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. And is another okay, yeah, call? so
1: uh, naturally curious says, can you upload your own field extent, you know, KML or shape file, not from another DJI drone source, and task the T thirty to spray or seed the area. Uh, he's looking into forestry use cases that do not involve pre flight, but we have shape files or KMLs of our area of interest. Um, so, yeah, um, yes, you can take a KML or shape file, import it into the drone. It will give you the boundaries. Yeah. Um, now, again, you're going to want to scout this area because the KML file is going to basically take the whole boundary. Right. And everything inside of it, and then it's gonna then make your your path for spraying. Um, but you know, you you do have the obstacle avoidance and that kind of stuff on there. But um, yeah, you you, you want to do a little bit of, of research of, with of, it. Of research you want to do some dry
0: dry runs probably with that KML file, even uh, right? Yeah, you know, just to make sure before you have to go out and do anything with it.
1: Yeah, and then when you load it in there, make sure you may have to adjust some things. Yeah. Um, cause depending on when that KML file was made, I mean, if, if it's years old, then there could be, it Different, could be offset. Yeah. So, um, right. yes, you can do that. Um, yes, you can, you can actually use, um, let's see. Yeah. You could probably use another drone to, to, uh, to make that shapefile or KML file. And as, I mean, cause if you have a KML or shapefile, you can import that into the drone. Um, I know that Pix 4d, you can start to use, you can start to stitch with Pix 4d and then export um, a shapefile KML file that can be imported. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so naturally curious had another question and this one, you know, yeah. We've, we've got limited information on, but, yeah. uh, the, the, it's that new generator, the generator is coming out from DJ to, to be out in the field. And it's something that a lot of people are going to need, especially if you got a T30 or something, right. You're going to want a generator out there so you can charge up. And, uh,
1: it, yeah. And, and to, to get to this, uh, you know, um, is there anything special about it? I mean, I'm sure that what they've done is they've made it, they have basically taken the charger, which is a decently beef beefed up charger added it to the generator i guess um so and then i think it has some wheels on it and stuff like that so it might be a little bit more portable um as far as like the technology in there um that's that's something we'll have to find out because they don't have a lot of information on that i mean i think it's been out there we've actually used a honda generator i think can't remember it's it's uh one of the smaller ones the 45 pound one right right and that that charged up the t16 batteries um so you know the t30 is probably a little bit more yeah um so you
0: might need a slightly bigger generator to than, make than sure. the one we have yeah. yeah yeah uh
1: but but yeah i i think um I mean, I, th- I think an, a non DJI generator is is fine to use yeah. as long as it's it's a quality one. You
0: just definitely you're definitely going to want a generator, and like Michael yeah. said, get a quality one. If it's not the DJI one, get a a nice brand name one, so you don't destroy your battery your your very expensive batteries. Right. All right, uh, drone farmer. He asks, how many acres uh, can the T thirty spray on one tank or battery? and at what rate so dji says yeah. you can spray 40 hour or 40 acres an hour right uh, but i think the question is all right well what rate is are you actually are you spraying that? that at like you yeah
1: know? so let's see basically so you have a maximum flow rate of 7.2 liters with the xr11001 nozzle you get you can get Eight liters per minute with the XR110015. Um, again, this, the, yeah, it is going to, the 40 acres an hour yeah. is going to be dependent on how much you're spraying on, and, and on each acre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, look,
0: I would look at this as, you know, DJI, like with our, with either consumer drones or our enterprise side, like for the police search and rescue, Mm -hmm. they'll say the Matrice 300 can fly 50 minutes. Yeah. Okay. And it does have a long flight time, but it's really, those are in absolutely pristine conditions. No wind, like. No gimbals. No no cameras on it. Yeah. Uh, So you're really going to get probably closer to 40 minutes. And I think this is probably the same thing is like ideally you're going to be able to cover 40 hours an acre, but realistically it's probably going to be closer to like 30, 35, maybe. Yeah. Still a lot.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's, again, when you're first starting this, you're going to be that that's like getting into tempo too. Like, okay, I've got my extra tanks. I'm putting my extra tank in while, while it's flying out um, you know, someone is, is, is filling the next tank or you've got the next tank ready to go with the next battery. So, you know, it's, it's the time in between when it lands too, that, you know, will add up time. So, um,
0: if you can get a really good routine going where if you've got a couple of people, you know, uh, a pilot and then one person that's essentially, F- In charge of filling up batteries and changing tanks. Right. That's what you have to have to basically get to that to, to ideal time out. they're talking about. But really, I mean, ideally, if you're covering a large area, that's what you need. If, yeah, if you're right. wanting to cover a large area, it's going to take more than one person, even with this great technology, this big drone. Right. Um, you're going to need a couple people. It,
1: and and it also depends on what you're putting down and how much and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you know, if, if you could probably, if you're doing like... Um, like ponds and stuff like that for like an algicide or something like that. That's very, yeah. you're using very low, you know, flow stuff. Right, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe you could get a hundred acres of, 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 pond area, you know, in an hour, but right. um, yeah, it depends on what you're putting down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How much. Uh, real quick, I'll go over to one of our uh, YouTube questions. Uh, can we get the T30 in Canada? Uh, yeah, you can. I mean, the drone is available worldwide. I think it's just a matter of, do you have DJI dealers in the area, DJI agriculture? And I think they do. I think, uh, they, I think in Canada you do have a DJI ag dealer probably.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can definitely call us. I, I, I know that Canada is a little, I think they are a little strict on that. I'm not sure where they are with the spraying stuff. Um, yeah, it's, 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 for the for the places that are kind of holding off on the spraying technology, it's it's obviously gonna take time. But I've I've heard some stuff where Canada is a little bit less
0: Yeah, I, I would I would say uh and this is in risk of losing business from you, but um there's a company I'm relatively sure check out wonder drone i believe wonder drone is canada's ag uh dj ag dealer i know that's yeah. weird i just promoted another another dealer but uh i think we have to cover our own territory probably <laughs> uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff so anyway check them i'm pretty sure that that's the one in yeah. canada you got to use um all right let's see uh, somebody says guys test the best test the Xag drones i know that's something you're oh, yeah. interested in so that may yeah. come hopefully uh, maybe in the future um, and then I need a quote for an agress T30 to Morocco. Uh, how much you got, um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, it'll, if, it'll, if you want to reach out to us, you know, uh, yeah. certainly, uh, our, our numbers all over our channel, uh, 312-278-7232, feel free to reach out to us. We're sort of figuring out the international stuff right now. Yeah. Uh,
1: where we can and can't go. And, yeah. yeah, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, uh try to help you out if we can anyway there, yeah. there's uh another thing i wanted to go over um that we've gotten a lot of questions on and so it, in the 137 there is this buffer zone where you're not allowed to spray if you're oh yeah uh you know if, there, if there's a person or a car or something like that within 500 something. feet mm-hmm. so i was looking at uh some of the petitions that have gone through and and gotten approval and i i, I want to read this because i think it's actually very very good mm-hmm. so it talks about uh all operations have to be over a predetermined area
0: and let me get to this I'm we're sorry. learning a lot about this stuff at the same time you guys are okay. now we, we do have the drones here but uh yeah, go okay ahead, so
1: so it says no no person may operate the uas directly over a human being unless that they're uh, directly participating in the operation um has to include a pilot in command a vo and other personnel who are directly participating they, they can be there um But then, you know, it comes down and says, okay what if you're closer than 500 feet from vessels, vehicles and structures, Uh, the UA may be operated operated closer than 500 feet, but not less than 100 feet from vessels and structures under the following conditions. And then it gives some conditions Um, and then it actually even goes further and says uh, closer than 100 feet from vessels, vehicles or structures, the UA may be operated closer hmm. than a hundred feet, but then it also has, okay, this is what you need to do in order to, um, be able to do that. So the, the, the question of, can I operate closer to 500 feet? The answer is yes. From the FAA. Yeah. Um, but there are certain stipulations that you have to abide by.
0: Right. So, Which is the sit thing with a lot of stuff in the FAA. A, a lot of is, the questions. But
1: th- th- yeah. But this one specific, I've gotten questions from, Lot of Lots people. of people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it really does. It's okay to spray closer than 500 feet. But, you know, if you've got an airplane, you got to start coming up or banking. Mm-hmm.
0: Way before that 500 feet buffer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this
1: thing can literally turn in a 90 degree angle. So
0: you're going to cover more ground potentially with this because you can get those edges.
1: Yeah. You can get those edges, but it's also much more precise. So don't put those same limitations on. I can completely understand the limitation for a plane because they're going to need that 500 feet, like, you know, to basically be able to move, you know, and, and get out of the way. A drone is much smaller, much more nimble. So right. um, it, it's good that the FAA is actually looking at this and saying, "Okay, yes, you can get closer to five, five closer than 500 feet. You can get closer than 100 feet, but mm-hmm. you got to check these boxes first. Yeah, and so,
0: compared to you know a few years ago, even uh, the FAA is is really coming around on, the, on yeah. the in the in the terms of the spraying drones. Like, yeah. I think that there are very few people now that, you know, I think five, 10 years ago, people saw this as a joke in some capacity, or, you know, yeah, or drone, gimmick. Yeah, a gimmick, yeah, you know, yeah. drones spraying for agriculture. Come on. Right. Uh, We're there. Like yeah. it's there now. Now yeah. the whole thing they got to figure out is, you know, the FAA has to figure out rules and they're doing that. Right. But nothing is going to be easy. And realistically, it probably shouldn't be. Uh, I mean, right. people yeah. that are flying these machines and spraying dangerous uh, things right. from those yeah. drones probably need to go, through some training to, to make exactly. sure that not only can they fly correctly, but also that they can spray correctly and know what they're right. doing, you know? Yeah.
1: And, and they're putting the right stuff in the tanks and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's much harder than just going out, doing a mapping job. Yeah. Um, because of that yeah. component. That,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, Cause but, that, that's the thing. And we say this, I think uh, probably in every video we've done about ag, A lot of people get excited about this technology when they see it the first time. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go buy it. I'm going to go buy one of those spraying drones. It's not that easy. Yeah. Like even on your own farm, there are a lot of hoops you got to jump through, um, you know, which is why we do. We take a lot of time kind of finding out why our customers are using spraying drones, you know, usually. uh, and, And just to make sure that what they're doing is, you know that they need some guidance and we give them that guidance to make sure that they're legal. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. you can't just go out and buy a spraying drone uh, no matter what size. Yeah. Uh, but you definitely have to jump through a lot of hoops. So just yeah. giving that to you up front, if you haven't been watching our channel that much. So. Right.
1: And, and, uh, so, something I did tell someone today that called about it, um, you know, they didn't have the, the exemptions and everything. And I said, well, you know if you if you're doing anything with spreading and you know seeds or whatever that that can actually be done I think without a 137 right um, now again it depends on what the seed all, the stuff is in there
0: is it make uh, but it if it it's heavier. just
1: seed or you know fish food or whatever then if it's under 55 you should be good to go under just a normal 107 rules yeah Um you know, when you start getting into the restricted use pesticides, that's when you it shoot. gets more serious. Right. Yeah.
0: So. Uh real quick here, we've got: um, uh, Will the T thirty damage uh, damage the field crops such as corn or cotton because of the, prope- the propeller power? Uh, could make a high pressure. Could make high pressure under the drone. So these do have quite a bit of you know wash yeah. on them. So you're you are. I mean, we've even and we've talked about this before. Right, we have customers that are using it to to cross breed. The, um, yeah, they
1: want to do corn cross yeah. hybrid type stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I. Yeah, it depends on how close you're getting, but I, I don't think it's going to damage the corn. I mean, no more um, than like.
0: I mean, uh, high, like really high, or like high winds would, right? or yeah. even medium winds. It's not going to like knock you down if you're under it. Y- yeah.
1: You know? and, and, it's, and it's not, you're not necessarily putting a sustained.
0: Yeah. It's for vort- like a vor-
1: vortex over it. You know, you're, you're going anywhere from 20 to 30 miles an hour, you know, depending on like, I mean, if you're skimming right above it, um, but you know, normally you are maybe a foot off the canopy or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, we can't guarantee it. we're yeah. not farmers. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're drone. I don't, I don't know how,
1: how how strong your corn is, right? but <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so
0: yeah, we tell this to everybody we're drone guys, we're not farmers, we're not yeah. police, we're you know, not construction guys or engineers. Yeah. we so we're drone guys. Um, you know, so some of this stuff we're not gonna have the answer to. Yeah, uh, but but
1: we do try to look at the practicalities it, exactly. of it. Like, okay, you you're gonna have to do this, this, and this, and is that going to save you time and or money yeah. um, in the long run or a
0: life in some, some cases, you Yeah,
1: know? Right.
0: Um, all right. So let's see, we get another one here, uh, guys, which is the best web link to find rules to fly spray drones in the USA? Uh, actually our website, um, there is a agricultural roadmap on there. Yeah. Uh, so go to aerialinfluence.com. you know, after this, in the comments, I'll, I'll put a link to it. Um, but yeah, we've got a whole agricultural roadmap that sort of gives you the steps you got to go through.
1: Yeah, um, and and, and, and there, we have a lot of resources there too. Um, but uh, I mean, essentially, you're probably looking at the 137 uh, document. Mm. Um, but I, I would I would check out the document that we have. That's basically the agricultural journey map. Yeah, it's David's going to put it on. But if you if you go to aerialinfluence.com. Scroll down a bit. Uh it, it says um, you know, getting getting uh started with like uh, agricultural yeah. j- um spraying. Yeah. You click that, it takes you to the second page, scroll down just a little bit more, it says more info. Click that, then I mean, you'll get. It's we'll, gonna be we'll, a whole lot we'll easier. Try, to... We'll try to get it. To, you know, in like five minutes. As soon as <laughs> yeah. it's is over,
0: at right. uh, five minutes, I'll put a link, and then yeah. you guys can you guys can find it. But
1: yeah, we just we just ask for an email address, and then you know, once you put that in, boom, it's it's there that you can download it and you can print it off. Whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's a it's a really good piece just for people that you know just RG start now and have no idea where to start this right. is a it's a great road map a journey map uh yeah. to get started in ag um i think we got another question right there i'm not yeah. sure what that is
1: t30 is huge super cool i'll work my way up starting with my 2s air 2s army out <laughs>
0: Um, so basically you know, it, basically what yes, he's it is saying cool. is, it is big. the it, T30 it, is awesome, but he's starting out with something like uh, DJI Mavic Air 2 uh, or 2S. That's great. And you know what? That's all right. Yeah. Um, those drones, some of these consumer drones are great and are very high power, oh, yeah. very powerful. They've got a ton of technology behind them. And if you're just starting out, In whatever industry, if it has to do with drones, there's nothing wrong with starting out with a Mavic Mini or a Mini 2 or an Air 2S. Uh, Whatever you need to start, because you're going to learn to fly. And regardless, all of these drones, all the DJI drones fly the same. So if you can fly a Mini... It might, it might make you a little nervous to fly a T30, yeah. but you know, you know how to fly a T30. If you can fly uh, a a Mavic or I'm sorry, a a mini two,
1: you get, you get a very small, uh, sprayer though. For the mini too would <laughs> yeah, yeah. really
0: yeah actually yeah. for indoor uh, <laughs> right, right. you know yeah, yeah you could do spraying. a little
1: house plant spraying yes house plant spot spraying uh, covid <laughs> you could spray for covid with right. the mini yeah.
0: somebody did put the ultraviolet lights on oh, like yeah. a mini and took it through saying they could disinfect i don't know yeah. if, i don't know if that actually worked yeah I'm not sure. uh, all right it takes. so uh let's see what else we got so this is all we got so far. If you got more questions, we've been going a half hour already. We're pretty. That's, such, uh, we're that's pretty much pretty our, good. Uh,
1: we, we do about a half an hour, and then we're we're good.
0: We're kind of cashed out for uh, like a right, weekend. Right, we both yeah. go take naps. Uh, all right. So, bottom line. These drones are really impressive. So now yeah. you got the T10, you got the T20, you got the T30. Yep. Um, they all basically do the same thing, but at different just, different sizes. Right. Uh, the one thing, uh, the orchard mode was interesting, and we found something else about yeah, it because it so, was unclear. Like in the video,
1: it looks like it, it looks just like, like it, it
0: transforms by itself.
1: Yeah, and it, I, I think uh, there is a orchard mode kit, and I essentially, um, yeah, I was looking to see if it, it it's. I'm gonna- it's the front and back arms, essentially, that I believe raise up and angle up a little bit more. And so when they raise up an angle, the, the sprayers are coming at an angle as well. So you've got straight down sprayers and then you've got angled sprayers. So then when you're doing an orchard, you're go- going to get a kind of a side spray. And then with the, the prop wash, you know, it's going to probably kind of come up and get the underside of the leaves. Um,
0: but we thought originally when we were looking at it, that it like just, it was like a transformer. Like you hit a button and it goes, it, uh, it'd be nice. Like yeah. the, like the, um, inspired too. Right. Like, right. Yeah, right. It, yeah. So like where you can make the legs go up, that's kind of what it looked like in the video. Uh, but that's not and, and it's probably what better that
1: they didn't make it mechanical cause it's just one more moving part. But, uh, right. yeah, I think it's, uh, it's roughly a $500 kit. I think it's less than that, but I think it's something like a $500 kit that you can do. And essentially, you're angling uh, two of the booms up. And so that way, it's they're kind of uh, shooting diagonal. Uh,
0: So here's an interesting one, Texas kind of way. He says the T30 battery warranty would only cover 16 sprays on one of our vineyards. That's only like two to three years, maybe for a hobby vineyard. So at what's I, I'm curious what size your vineyard is. Um,
1: not, what's the question?
0: I don't think it was a question. I think it was more of a comment basically saying, you know, this is another, he's essentially saying that this is not going to fit his needs. It's not going to be, big. Uh, and it might not, it's not yeah. going to be big enough to do what he needs. So yeah, basically yeah. if you got like, we're not there yet. Maybe when the T nineties out or T 100, T 400, whatever, yeah. uh, I mean if your property's too big, yeah, a drone might not be for you. You might have yeah. to use a ground sprayer. That's just kinda unfortunate. That's the way I mean, guys- we
1: we've talked to people that have, you know, hundreds, thousands of acres. Um yeah. they want to try to uh they want to try to uh slowly move over to drone spraying. Yeah. Um one of the things that they talk about is not being able to um You know, they they hire uh, a crop duster, helicopter, plane, or whatever. They might not be able to get there for a week, week and a half. Um, In the meantime, you know, the farmer's kind of getting stressed because he knows that every day it's kind of exponentially, you know, something's happening in his field. Um, So his his thing was, you know, I'd rather take uh, you know, start on day one and and start spraying, and uh, rather than waiting and doing it all in seven days. So you know, it's
0: Well, and and not only that, but, you know, there are places airplanes can't get to. You know, like there are spots that an airplane just and nothing against crop dusters like we get it. You guys, we have tons of respect for you guys, but there are spots that you just can't spray or you can't get to. Or it
1: might not be necessarily worth it for the the, the farmer Mm -hmm. or or the, the guy spraying. Right. You know, it might be a little bit too small or a little bit too. You know just whatever the train is just not very conducive to to sprain by you know uh manned yeah uh, aircraft where this makes sense yeah. um but and yeah. really
0: what we what we've said for a long time we're yet to have people uh, adopt this feeling, but um yeah. we really think that you know. Crop dusters are probably aerial applicators are probably the perfect people for this because they've already got all the licensing. So if they added drones to what right. they're doing, they could probably make more money because they're already set to go.
1: Yeah, or have or have, or have a, a separate division altogether. Right. You, know, you right. got you got you got the big guys, and then you've got you know. Um, I, I wouldn't say detail guys because I think you can get so, you know a lot of acreage out of some of these bigger ones. But yeah, it just depends on the drone you've got and the size and
0: yeah. So uh Texas kind of way got back to me and said he's got 290 uh, 290 net acre blocks. Uh all right, he says most far- farms out here are 1 to 2000 acres. So yeah, again, if if somebody's interested in using a drone for farms that large, Uh, You're only going to probably use it for spot spraying for the most part, unless you've got every day that you can hit another part of your field, uh, you know, with that drone. Or, or,
1: or, you know, I mean, there, you know, if you go and get your licensee for 137, um, I mean, you could have a few pilots. Right. You know,
0: right. Or if you end up getting that multi, you get the T30 and you get, you know, the license to run three of them, suddenly you're covering a hundred and some acres a day, you know? So, uh, anyway, that's, uh, that, that's all interesting stuff. But thank you, Texas kind of way. Uh, we've got another one. Uh, hi, I like your show. I am from Adis Ababa, Ethiopia. My question is, uh, the T30 performance in high altitude. Oh, I am at 7,600.
1: Uh, you know what? There is something, there is something uh when you get to a certain altitude you need to i believe reduce the amount of uh solution that you've got in your tank because i think there is something something with w- w- with the altitude and and the performance yeah so yes that that is
0: something, something to think about something
1: to consider i think uh i think i might have read that in the manual yeah. or something yeah for every at a certain height you have to reduce something and then every thousand feet above that it's like another couple pounds you have to basically shed in order to yeah get the same performance
0: and you know somebody's serious when they've read the manual
1: <laughs> right. or that yeah that you that know when you yeah.
0: know that fact. Yeah.
1: well and then and the fact that that just came in and i knew it uh, yeah right yeah. <laughs> uh, i didn't know it perfectly but yeah
0: uh, All right. Uh, I'm going to keep going a little bit while we get yeah, questions. All I'm right. So uh, in Brazil, we sell 10 liter and 25 liter. Uh, there are rules that exist. But another rule is in a private farm, nobody can discuss about. So we sell. OK, so essentially, if, if somebody's they're willing to sell it, it they, they would be willing to sell it to somebody if uh it was on someone's private farm which is not something we we are we would do sell it yeah i'm not sure what he's asking here Uh, it's brazil aircraft so they must be some sort of they must be a dealer in brazil um but he's saying they would sell it to a private farmer to use on their own farm but not corporate and and look uh, what somebody does with the drone after that we can't you know we we, can't we we just tell them what the rules are we tell them what we know and what they have to be safe I mean, they, you know, it's like yeah, somebody I mean, ta- buying a car. You know, you don't know what they're going to do with right. it after they drive it. And here,
1: and uh, here, I think Brazil actually goes by similar rules here. R- rules here. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, we're concerned, uh, even if it's under fifty five pounds, even if it's going to a private farmer, even if that private farmer is only going to use it on his land, we've we've helped somebody get a one thirty seven for that. And yeah, that that was their game plan. Uh, his own 700 acres uh, spraying with a spreader to do some cover crop in, in waterways with clover. Um, And then he wanted to do a couple of trees with different bugs, but uh, yeah, he was a private farmer and, he had to go through the process process.
0: So, uh, you know, the other thing that I think people don't think about and we touched on this earlier is these agricultural drones. Obviously, they're great for agriculture. That's what they're made for. But you've also got things, you know, outside of that. I mean, covid, you know, spring in some capacity, people have that's been a really hot uh, topic over the past year and a half, unfortunately, it's been a hot topic. Yeah, um, you know, we went down. Uh, this was over a year ago, and right. did a demonstration for the Carolina Panthers on how you could spray disinfectant. Essentially, yeah. So that's one way you can use a drone outside of right. uh, outside of agriculture. Other ways, mosquito mitigation. Uh, I mean, the, koi, f- koi the, pond. We fed all those fish.
1: Yeah. Um, you I know, mean, technically, I guess you could do something with. Uh, winter although i don't know if um if if you know how we we were out in the pol- polar vortex and right, it right. worked but I, you know i told somebody else this i'm like you know dji you know does not advocate using these in in, in, in the cold winter. weather right and we're not necessarily either but we do try to test y- stuff out test stuff out and um we went you know had the battery from inside then went outside but if you're just holding these batteries and they're outside in 32 degree weather, then you might have hard time getting it up to the temperature. Right. Um that so there's that, there's there's obviously the regular agriculture, there's yeah. you know possibly feeding, there's
0: um things uh, uh, what else? Uh, I mean basically the list goes on and on. Yeah. I mean the I mean, way we see stuff and the way you know we talk to people every single day and it's the same from our enterprise drones to the agriculture drones is that when somebody gets it in their hands and they go, oh my gosh, I, think about what I could do with this. Yeah, and, oh, we right. could do this with it. Yep. And it. And everybody's different. The police departments need it for one thing, agriculture oh, needs yeah. it for something else. And everybody goes, oh yeah, this, I could do it with this. Yeah. The spraying drones, I had just the other day, and I don't think I told you about this, one of the fire departments, uh, they wanted to talk to us about the spraying drones because really? they've got an idea. On how you could get in a a drone the size of the T30, how you could potentially have enough in there, enough foam to put out, you know, a relatively substantial fire. I'm not saying a giant blaze. And and, and it it might
1: not even, like I was thinking of it as, uh, it might not even be, we put the fire out with the drone. Right. Because I do think that in a way that kind of sounds ridiculous, but there are uh, flame retardant solutions. Yeah. So- it could be great for helping stop that fire not to spread. Yeah, you know, right. Um, so yeah, it, it would be great. I, I've, yeah. I've actually wanted to do that a long time. Get to get together with. So we'll uh, we'll talk to this. And and, yeah. and the other thing too is uh, Google, um, not Google. The you know Google one of Google's subsidiaries. Right. Um, what is it? Uh, is it Google Wing or something like that? Anyways, like that, they, yeah. they uh, put through... I saw that they put through a petition for 137. Um, they're going to be using it on a private property in California uh, for fire mitigation. Now, I don't know if that means trying to put fires out with a drone or doing like a
0: perimeter to with the retardant to stop the fire from reaching a certain area or, or that's interesting. Yeah.
1: But it is a spraying drone. So it's not just like, Hey, we're putting this up in the air and we're going to monitor, you know, it's not like a thermal picture type thing. They, they have some type of idea about, you know, using a spraying drone for
0: fire mitigation. Interesting stuff. All right, guys, I think we're done. Right. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, I think we're good. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, everybody, for uh, writing, writing into us, for giving us questions, uh, for watching in general. We really appreciate, you know, this is a huge thing for us. The more people that see us, uh, the better. We've been working really hard. So uh, we yeah. appreciate you guys watching. Yep. Share it with your friends. Go to our website, aerialinfluence.com. That's where you can download uh, that the uh, journey map for agriculture. I'll put a link down below here in just a couple minutes. And uh, yeah, we thank you guys for watching. Michael, Thanks, you got yes. anything else to say? You,
1: no, have a great weekend.
0: You know what? You guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. <laughs>